What's up, everyone? It's Denise Salcedo, and I am here to talk about NXT Vengeance Day, but I am not alone. As a matter of fact, I'm joined by my good friend, my Wednesday, usually my Wednesday night pal, Righteous Reg. Reg, welcome to your first NXT post show here on the channel. <sighs> Denise, 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 it's your favorite rapper, your favorite writer, your favorite podcaster. NXT, there was some up and down moments here. At some point, I was going to text you and be like, I'm not doing this. I'm not watching the show anymore, Denise. What did you get me into and why did you do this? But the end of the show, the last three matches got me back. So we're fine. Everything's all right. Okay, I'm surprised. Okay, I wasn't too sure because here's the thing. Like, for those of you guys who do not know, obviously, you know, I'm here each and every single week talking about NXT. And Reg, you're a little bit more on the news side of things. So I think today we're going to get two very different perspectives here. Um, Personally, I had a really good time with this show. I loved the main event. I cannot wait to talk about everything that unfolded with that. I loved what happened with the women's match. I enjoyed the finals of the Dusty Cup tournament. Um, and then I'm trying to think, like, everything else, it was probably, oh, I liked the no DQ match with uh, Dijak and Joe Gacy. I had a fun time with that one. There was probably only two matches that I kind of um, wasn't, like, as crazy about. But the rest of the actual card, I had a good time with. But, Reg, like, overall, though, I know you kind of mentioned a little bit right now, but, like, overall, was this what you expected? Yeah, I think kind of what uh, they are have been building NXT on, this kind of represented the new direction going into the CW later this year. It felt like the stars that they were building and uh, what they expected to be, it was presented here, especially with the ending. The ending I thought was pretty important. Uh, we're going to talk about it here. But like kind of going into these guys could potentially be called up. Like this is kind of, it could be closing a chapter of what NXT has represented for a long time. I know. I can't believe it. I thought that today was a pretty good, solid show, top to bottom. There were some big moments that we're going to get into just now. But before I get started with everything and everybody, uh, we got our first uh, super chat here. Well, not super chat, but uh, Sheldon Jackson. Thank you so much for gifting Sheldon. us as a five. DWO memberships. If you guys do want to get your questions, your comments, your reactions uh, sent here in the show, uh, you are more than welcome to send in a super chat at any point. Not only does it help get your uh, question read here or your just your overall thoughts read here on the stream, but on top of that, it helps support this channel as well as helps me uh, afford to have some lovely guests like Reg. <laughs> me, 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 send money. I need it. <laughs> <laughs> um, so we're going to go ahead and get right into uh, so. I'm going to start with the Dusty Cup final only because that is going to lead into the actual main event portion of that. And then we'll get right into what went down. So here we go. So we actually kicked off the show as most of us expected, since we knew that Trick Williams was going to be pulling double duty here tonight. Bar Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker versus Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams in the finals of the Dusty Cup uh, classic that we had here. And I got to tell you, man, Reg, I had a good time with this match. I was wondering because i was expecting the turn to happen today between carmelo hayes and trick williams i right. was expecting it at some point but i didn't know exactly when or how it was going to lead uh to the actual turn and one of the things that i had mentioned on my tuesday show actually ended up happening so it was during this match that carmelo hayes was the one that took the pin from Braun breaker and i had said i think that 
this is going to be part of what causes Carmelo Hayes to be like really pissed off and nasty. Once uh-huh. we get to the main event, he's mm. going to be all bitter that he was the one that took the pin in the match. And he did take the pin in the actual matchup. But what did you think of the work that you saw from all of these four guys in this match? Uh, I, th- I actually like this match a lot. I think that uh, Braun Breaker, I mean, I was a longtime Steiner Brothers fan. So like this makes a lot of sense. He, his explosiveness I've said many times the spear is like my least favorite move in the history of wrestling, but he has an amazing spear. He makes me not hate the spear and just his <laughs> intensity. He's a Steiner for real. And it's presented Baron Corbin. I'm going to leave it alone. Cause I don't really care about that. But trick and mellow, I think are tremendous, tremendous, tremendous. Mellow looks like a big star, but trick looks like, Oh my God, put him on WrestleMania. This, this WrestleMania number 40, Denise, like bro is ready to go. We're really getting into it towards the, the main event. But, yo, people really like this guy a lot. And I think that both the work from everybody here, even OBC, tremendous. BC and and, and uh, Ron Breaker, I think, make a pretty good tag team with kind of what they represent. Kind of close to War Dogs in New Japan and Wolf Dogs or whatever their thing is called. But, you know, things are how they are. I have a question, Reg. Where was Trick Williams on in your uh in your top 500 for black wrestlers. Do you remember where he was at on that list? I don't he remember. He was not that high, top. right? Because yeah. I, don't remember I have a feeling head. that next year when you make this list, I will not be surprised if Trick Williams is a lot higher up because I feel that 2024 is truly going to be his year. Yeah, Denise, I think coming into when Trick first debuted, it was all to kind of get shine on Mellow. You know what I mean? It's all like, this is the Mellow show. He's the guy. It's Shawn Michaels and Big Daddy Cool Diesel all over again. That guy is the guy. But I think at this point, the higher ceiling, if I'm especially after tonight, Trick Williams, mega star. And yes, you're right. 100%, Denise. If this, I'd be very shocked if he's not a top 20 wrestler this year off of how today played out. For sure, man. I thought that this like performance overall was really cool, but I do want to take a second and talk about Braun Breaker here because, uh, you know, Braun Breaker has been like the guy that everybody has known at some at some point in time. He is going to be, you know, doing WrestleMania main events, right? We don't know obviously mm-hmm. when, but people have been waiting for him to come to the main roster. Now, I think it was yeah on SmackDown this past Friday they had a moment where Braun Breaker, yeah. uh, who was also in the Rumble and looked really great in the Rumble. He had this moment where both Nick Aldis and Adam Pierce were both fighting for Braun Breaker. So mm-hmm. we still don't know uh, if he's going to Raw or if he's going to SmackDown. But point blank, he is going to the main roster. Yeah. So here's the thing. People have been saying and wanting Braun Breaker to go to the main roster now for like a year. People right. were expecting him to get drafted uh, in the last draft. And when he wasn't drafted, people were shocked. Yes. And even I was shocked. But here's the thing, though. I feel that this last like extra couple of months since the draft happened that Braun Breaker remained on NXT was probably the best thing because it was around the time that Braun Breaker was champion. I don't know Mm -hmm. how many people remember this, but the crowd turned on him. They really, really turned on him. Mm -hmm. And there was a moment where people would literally be chanting Jinder Mahal at Braun Breaker. Like if that wasn't a, that wasn't them turning on Braun. I don't know what else to tell you, but Braun Breaker turning heel and then Braun Breaker doing this little bit that he's been doing with Baron Corbin. I truly feel 
was the best thing that could have happened to him on NXT because it kind of got people like reinterested in Braun Breaker in a different way. I feel like heel Braun Breaker kind of made people just more interested in him overall. But on top of that, it's funny because as I was watching this match, like we've already known that Braun Breaker obviously is a Steiner. He yep. is someone that comes with a lot of athleticism. We've seen him really go at 100. I personally feel that the last month we've been seeing him go at 150. He sure had right. the, I'm going to go to the main roster glow. I'm going to yes. go to the main roster pep in my step mm -hmm. type of wrestling because I felt out that today and even at the rumble he just kind of showed out a little bit more than he normally does yeah he feels anytime somebody gets on a big stage especially like the royal rumble and they just look comfortable they look like they're supposed to be there you know what time it is and yes denise he looked the same way tonight like i know what time it is let me enjoy these little nxt days but i'm about to be up there i'm a big dog they're talking about me on smackdown and he showed that swagger it's interesting i thought because they won the winners of the Dusty Cup final for a couple of times have been these makeshift kind of tag teams where two guys are in this some kind of position and they win. I guess they're kind of making it a bit or a habit or that's what the Dusty Cup represents. And I'm not mad at it because it kind of it's always like the trajectory of those two guys is always so high. So, like, it's a good sign, I think, for Braun. I'm excited to see him on the main roster because I think that. Like you said, if he would have went right after he had lost the NXT championship, people were kind of sour because I remember when when Joe Gacy uh, kidnapped his dad and people were like, oh, we don't want any of this. And then like it was like, oh, I don't know about Braun. I knew if he went heel, that was going to be the catalyst because that's kind of how it works for the Steiners. But he embraced being a heel so much that you kind of forget about everything from the past. You're just like, who's this badass guy? Bring him to the main roster. He's going to be a superstar. He has a very, very, very high ceiling. I could see him being world champion on the main roster, Denise. Oh, dude, for real. It's like, I won't be surprised if he's the guy who ends up dethroning Gunther and oh, ending really? his intercontinental championship streak, uh, which I, I mean, I don't know. It's hard to say because I'm see it at WrestleMania. And maybe not that soon. I don't know when. I don't have like a specific timeline for this, but it's like, okay, Gunther at some point is going to have to move on to the world's heavyweight championship picture. Correct. But. Whoever, because Gunther has, you know, his streak now, like he is, uh, you know, the, the the longest reigning intercontinental champion, like that is a big deal. It may not be like on the same level of Roman Reigns and, you know, everything he's doing with his undisputed universal championship, but like Gunther has legitimately made something really special out of the run that he's been at intercontinental champion so whoever defeats gunther it's gonna have to be someone that's a big deal and it's a big moment so far right now there's only two people that i can think of one is braun breaker and that is if obviously once he goes to the main roster he keeps up the momentum he has these big moments and gets some wins and then gets there the other person that I had mentioned before on uh Rob on the Rob Co show. I was like, don't do my guy like this. You better be saying who it is. Who are you saying? Because I was gonna say Bronson Reed. What? Yes, I think if Bronson Reed goes like on uh he gets a bunch of wins, he gets hyped up. I think Bronson Reed could be a, a an awesome contender to Gunther for the title. You have no interest in Chad Gable. I love Chad Gable, but I just I feel like it would have to be something to propel somebody, uh, somebody that's a little bit on the newer side. 
Okay, I could see that. I mean, if we're if going Chad Gable won, though, I would be fine. very happy because everybody right? loves Chad Gable. Because I feel like that could be a really good WrestleMania match. They've kind of built this little rivalry in this thing. And I've seen a lot of people being like, hey, Chad Gable could be the one. But I think with his positioning, I don't know. Now, like you said, uh, Gunther has the record. He's the longest reigning Intercontinental Champion of all time. So that's an accolade in itself, just defeating him. And I don't know who's going to get that that privilege. I don't know, man. I'm going right now with my two picks, Braun okay. Breaker, Bronson Reed. You heard okay. it here first. <laughs> Just in case it happens, I could be like, yeah, I freaking said it. I said it that one time. Now, I'm actually, not mad at the it. second time I've said Bronson Reed, but yeah. uh, it's looking like it's good for Braun Breaker. But here's the thing, though. So now that they won this Dusty Cup, though, uh, they obviously get a shot at the NXT Tag Team titles, right? So, okay. Okay. Here's the thing, though. If he's going to the main roster, right? I don't want to see them win the tag team, the NXT tag team titles, and have to stay there a lot longer. They are doing that one match where they said um, Pete Dunne and Tyler Bates are representing SmackDown, and then Raw is going to be having a Raw tag team, and then whoever wins that, whoever wins that, uh, that match is going to go on to face the Judgment Day over at Elimination Chamber. Do you think there's a chance? That it could be Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker. I was definitely going to be my next question. Do you want to see Braun Breaker debut on the main roster and a tag team with Baron Corbin? Like, is this act hot enough for Braun Breaker's already bubbling? Does he need Baron Corbin when he gets to the main roster? Because that sets a precedence, Denise. The main roster still knows who Baron Corbin is. And if you show up with Baron Corbin, I don't want to say you might get some of that Baron Corbin stink, but you might get some of that what we remember Baron Corbin as. You know what I mean? Yeah, I don't know how the non-NXT viewers might feel about right. it because I'm saying. I've liked Baron Corbin and Braun Breaker as a team. They and have NXT, like a pretty good great. dynamic. Yeah, like they're yeah. pretty funny. They're kind of like, you know, just guys being guys, that type of vibe. Um, Look. Is Baron Corbin going to stay on NXT for like ever? Eventually, you would think he would go back to the main roster, right? I think so. so this I could think. be the moment. And then eventually, I mean, they don't have to be a team forever. Yeah, but that, if that initial, you know, first impressions I, mean a lot, Denise. You see him, there's the Royal Rumble, but the real debut on the main roster of like, oh, he's in a tag team with Baron Corbin. Uh, you know, I don't know. I just wouldn't me. hate it, Reg. I okay. wouldn't hate it. But if there's backlash over it from fans, I would understand it completely. Right. I got you. I got you. I mean, if it, if it's his way onto the main roster and that's the way to do it, let him, let's do it. Yeah, but he doesn't need it. For sure he doesn't he need, need it. it. He, he'd yeah. be better off going on his own. But I'm just saying, like, why wait, right? Like, we why already wait? know he's going to the main roster. Why wait? It would just yeah. be weird to have him as NXT Tag Team Champions. And then, oh, we're still telling this story on the side where it's like, oh, yeah, he's going to the main roster. Especially with the story that, they, like, you just said that they told on SmackDown. Like, they those two guys are fighting for Braun Breaker, not Braun Breaker and Baron Corbin. So it'd be kind of weird. You know what I mean? It'd be kind of weird for them to try to bring that back. It's like a package deal. He's just going to be like, so. <laughs> I'm coming uh, too. <laughs> I'm coming too. Exactly. Buy one, get one free. Oh, Buy one, get up. one free, Baron Corbin that's is crazy. Up. I take that back. That's fucked up. I take it back. 
I take it back. <laughs> All right, we've got some super chats. Let's get into that, uh, and then we're gonna go ahead and get right into uh, what went down with the closing of the show. But let's get let's see what people are saying here. Uh, yeah. Thank you so much to Jonathan Corona for kicking us off with a very generous super chat, saying, "Hey, Denise and Reg, question for you, um, guys, uh, are you ready for the rain this week and crazy nope. weather? We are hanging uh, in the Inland Empire in SoCal. Did you hear about the head guy of Stardom leaving and his WWE bound? Sean reported it. Yeah, so I." saw this um actually a couple minutes before uh, vengeance day actually ended i saw that stardom posted the news and then yeah. afterwards i just saw tony khan's tweet i hadn't seen sean's report yet oh, but I I saw... what is tony khan's tweet i didn't see oh that. tony khan i'm sorry i retweeted it but he <laughs> kind of just did like a very subtle um well i don't know if you want to call it subtle but he did this where he did by rossi and it says like a big goodbye <laughs> You know, TK doesn't hold back. If he wants to say something on social media, you know he's going to say it. <laughs> he could, like, really be saying bye, but it's a Larry David gift. I don't care. Yeah, so, like, um, <laughs> I did hear about that, and oh, it's... um So good. Yeah. <laughs> it's crazy, though, Denise. Like, this news is, like... It's crazy. It drops right at the end of NXT, and we're kind of reacting to what's about to happen with Trick and Mellow. But this is gigantic news. Stardom is huge in Japan. Uh, we've seen the stars of Stardom come over to America and have big careers. And so, for the head HNIC in charge to go on this way, and there's some crazy rumors around how he went out. Big news in the coming days when we hear no more, even bigger news. So, like, this is crazy. Exactly. And as for the storm guys, let's just hope that both Reg and I are able to finish this post show because uh, it is like literally my weather app just says like raindrops, raindrops, raindrops. And then yeah. I got one of those alerts that make your phone buzz during the show and they issued a state of emergency for eight counties here. Uh, yeah. And it's more so scary, I think, in those areas where they have like the mountains and stuff and the right. hills because of the mudslides and things <sighs> like that. So like that area is obviously scarier. Like where I live, it's not like I'm not near any of that. So mm -hmm. we'll probably get like maybe some street flooding. But, uh, you know, at least I'm not near any of like those potential mudslide areas. But yeah, yeah. so that's what it's we're going on. It, the rain has been going on here, but honestly, the wind has been what's destroying everything. I just keep hearing like big crashes and spl I'm like, what is going on outside? And it's because the wind's going nuts. So, so far we're good. I was worried about, you know, how usually wind yeah. and the power. I was like, I hope the power doesn't go out while the show's happening or while we're doing the post show. So, so far, so good, you guys. I know. So you guys just see black. Yeah, exactly. There's no debuts. You know what There's no surprises. We just it's got not, kicked off. It's not the Undisputed Kingdom. <laughs> Denise and I have been disconnected. No, no. It all goes black. <laughs> then all of a sudden it comes back. And guess who it is? It's Satnam Singh. <laughs> Jonathan Corona, thank you so much for the generous super chat. We've got Jay Stone here who says the shocked women, the crying babies, the FU chance, the heat, all for him, and I'm here for it. Here's the thing, and we're going to talk way more about this in detail, but really quickly, when the turn officially happened, keep in mind that every single week I have been sitting here every freaking Tuesday saying, trick, the red flags are there. Why are you trusting Carmelo Hayes? The moment's going to happen. Shit, in my prediction show, I'm like, it's finally going to happen. The turn's going to happen. The turn's going to happen. And when the turn happened, my reaction was, no. <laughs> how can he do this? No. That's kind of how I felt too, Denise. When they, they started to get me. 
when they started showing the crowd and everybody, I was like, you guys knew this. I get it, though, because I was shot. I'm like, oh, damn, because you like there's that little bit behind NXT is good at this where they show the in the in little credit thing where it's like copyright 2024 and you think the show's over and then there's a little bit extra that part. And then he hits him and it's like, oh, because there's always this little like he's been teasing it for so long. But like maybe he changed his mind, or like maybe they're I gonna wait. He changed to, his you mind. You know what I mean? Yes, because in the end, he you know Trick William loses, but there's a moment where he like grabs his head and he's like, "You're my boy." And Trick mm-hmm. Williams looks like he's crying, and he's like, "You're my boy." Like it's us together, and I'm like, "You're his boy." Like I'm really getting <laughs> you're interested, and I thought, "You're his boy." <laughs> you're his boy. <laughs> I really thought maybe he changed his mind. Maybe this isn't the moment. Maybe they're going to keep it going because they really kept this going for a long freaking time for a long time. Mm -hmm. So yes, even though I knew this was going to happen, even though we predicted it was going to happen, everyone and their mother saw it coming. They still executed the turn very well. Yeah. Good work from everybody involved. And let's just move on so we could really get into it because I liked it a lot. Lawrence Ross says, hi, Denise and Reg, running behind on the PLE, but wanted to stop in and show some love. Thank you so much, Lawrence Thanks, Ross. Lawrence. Appreciate that. Stephen Marchuli says, Lyra versus Perez versus Vice was fire. Who do you think the incoming talent is? Team Cody. Wait, what did I miss? Uh, that video that they played in the show with the, the writing, and there's like, this man has one face. Another man has to, you didn't see that. They showed a, like a little video in the oh, middle of the okay. show. Yeah. I should let everybody know that I apologize. I might have missed that way. Don't too. forget there somebody, was a, a big drop happened. Was in the that right of the before, show. was that right before yeah. the, the, the NXT North American championship match? Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah, yeah. when I was on Twitter reading the news about Taylor Swift announcing yeah. her new album. <laughs> uh, so I was like, so there was a space where Denise tuned out, but not for nothing. Like, Look, it's not because NXT was bad. Nothing bad is going on. Actually, it just happened to so be in my favorite match of the show. But there was something gigantic happening in her life on, you know, the other side of her life. So, yes, that is very true. Past. OK, so, Reg, <laughs> based on what you saw here, can you break, break down what happened? Um, I don't know exactly what the words were that said it, but they played a little video. That's like a man has three faces, something, something. People online were immediately saying this video is for Okada, Denise. And I'm like. You guys, leave us alone. That's not how you think they're going to. First of all, where do I start? They say they did get Okada. If they debut him in NXT, I'll eat this wire right now on this show. What do you mean? Like, it can't be, you guys. Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. But, yes, everybody's just kind of under the impression there's going to be. Everybody thinks he's a Japanese superstar. And it might be. There's no way it's Okada. No. No, there's no way. Like, let's not even throw that out there. I don't know who else it's going to be, but it's not Okada. I have a feeling it's just going to be a new talent. Yeah, which one? I don't know. One that we haven't seen before. You know how many people they have down there at the PC? Not one of them, like a free agent. Wait, so did they promote this like they were bringing in a free agent? Somebody from the outside. Based on how they did this, was it like we're going to bring someone from the outside or could it be just somebody new from the performance center that they're just getting ready to repackage? It could could be, but everybody's under the impression that it's somebody new. I don't from what I gathered from what I gathered. My assumption on this would be that it's somebody that they already have 
Like one of them NIL kids, they're not going to debut yeah. on this with a big video they, package on the PLA. They for people. Yeah. yeah. They hype people up like that. Like they, they tend to hype people up very well on NXT. They do all these little video packages. Remember when they brought in, um, when they were going to do Diamond Mine? They had the little battery and every single week it would load a little bit more. And then the big reveal was that it was Diamond Mine. Okay. I mean, you convinced me, Denise. I don't know everybody else. I was like, ah, maybe it's I this just, person. Maybe it's this person. Who? Okay, fine. Well, who's a free agent right now that would oh, realistically no, just... be coming in, uh, would realistically be coming into to NXT? People are saying Julia. Julia. We got some people here. A bunch of people are bringing up uh, uh, Dante Chen and Boa. Um, we'd seen them a lot. They were regulars on NXT and we haven't seen them in a while. I don't know, but I'm just going to go ahead and say that it's probably someone who's already there. Julia. You think it's Julia? I think so. You think it's Julia? All right. All right. Okay. Alvin Everett says, I like OTM. Ordered my Chase U calendar. Love the Dusty Cup match. Mellow dressed like HBK when turned on Marty. Uh, good thing. Good shot there. Trick Yo. Mellow's gank split up. Broke my heart. That was good. You guys be seeing some stuff that I didn't even know. Yeah, now I'm looking back. I'm like, yeah. You guys are good. Alvin Everett says, do you think the message was for Julia Okada? Guys, not Okada. It's not, <laughs> not Okada. Okada. Not, it's not Okada. Okada. Not Okada. Forget it. What if it is Okada? What are we going to do, Reg? Eat this wire on this show, like I said. I don't <laughs> want this. Nobody wants this. Chase you, Okada. Everybody keeps putting him in the chase you sweater, Denise, and it grinds my gears. Look, if Okada goes to WWE, this man <laughs> is debuting on Raw or SmackDown. Or, or WrestleMania. Or like, like an actual you know? pay-per-view. You know yeah. what I mean? Like he's going to the main roster is what I'm come saying. On. Like the debut would probably happen at a WrestleMania. Yes. Yes, come on. Like, not on not, NXT. He's, he's not, not going to debut on Roadblock or whatever it's called. No, <laughs> no, absolutely not. Absolutely not. Don't get your hopes up. Just, just, just no. Malik Black says Braun was the last person to pin Gunther. Ooh, another good point there. That's true. That's some trivia. That's some trivia. Will Chisholm says it's crazy how Trick and Mello matches how HBK and Kevin Nash. Um, Mello and HBK was the guy and fan favorite, but Kevin and Trick both got over with the fans also. Thank you yeah. so much, Will Chisholm. Uh, Bear Hudson here who has been a DWO member for 12 months, says inspiration to all the women and little girls. Thank you. Thank you so much. That's very, very sweet. Uh, Soundwave80 says, hi, I loved your podcast and I believe it has a great potential. Do you watch Monday Night Raw? Uh, and, you know, a lot of people have been asking me to do a Raw post show here on the channel. Like you do one. Well, I do one, yeah, on Fightful, but not here yeah. on this channel. And I haven't decided to do one here on this channel because I figured it'd be too repetitive. But a couple people, I think, assume I don't watch Raw if they only know my channel. Right, See right, I mean? right. Like, yeah. yeah, I guess so if they go through, like, all your channels, on your videos on your channel, they're like, she doesn't talk about Raw at all. What yeah, because I just, like, the, there's a blank space. <laughs> right, okay, every that time. makes sense. That makes sense. Yeah, I mean, Sean Ross Sav, you better watch out. Denise, you better lock her down. <laughs> Steven Marchulli says, uh, Alexis King has main event in his future. Agreed with that. Jared says, what is going on with the Jap Japanese wrestling scene? Uh, I don't know, man. No. I don't know at this point, guys, but it no. looks to be. Un uh, Something's going down, though. I don't know what it is, but something's going down. It's crazy. Jonathan Corona says, I feel the earthquake that happened last week in Fontana. But Reg or Denise, are you guys going to Raw or Honda Center? I'm going. I I'm probably not going to go just because I'm lazy. <laughs> that's far away from you isn't it no the honda center is like 30 minutes away i mean on a monday yeah 
No, yeah. but the reason it's not that I'm lazy. It's more so that I don't want to have to like rush back to make the post show. You'll be okay without the post show if you go live, I think, Denise. Yeah, but I don't like to I don't like to miss I don't like to miss work. Miss no but, days off over yeah, here. She'll take I mean, nothing I, I missed off. I missed a couple in September because I was on vacation. I'm still feeling guilty about that. So I have feeling to like, guilty. you know, oh my God. I have to like make up for that, you know? This is a woman that did like 30 interviews last just last week talking about feeling guilty. I do. I feel guilty. So I don't want to miss any days if I don't have to, you know, Jonathan Corona says, Denise, don't be saying F-bombs like you do on Fightful Raw post show. I'd be saying F-bombs every moment of my life. Denise, there's kids that watch this show. The kids are saying worse things than I will ever say. Have you not heard kids these days? Yeah, no, they're wild. They be talking crazy. Sometimes I'm like, oh, let me get earmuffs for you kids, man. What are y'all saying? You know how many kids there's in my family and the things I hear them say? And the things they talk about and how they, the things they tell each other at school. Denise, I feel old because I'd be like, what are y'all talking about? <laughs> exactly. I'm not saying anything these kids haven't heard already. Denise is a potty mouth. This is crazy. I'm news. learning from the kids. Oh my God. Tell them to send me a list because I'd be, I'd be clueless out. I'm like, I don't know what that even means. Steve Sebastian says, I mean, Nakamura had to go through NXT to learn the WWE style. Never say never. Uh, times are different. Times are very different. If, Nakam- if Nakamura in his prime came in today, he wouldn't go to NXT. And it's a different NXT, too. Because let's, yeah. let's, let's remember that. It's a different exactly. NXT, too. Thank exactly. you, Steve Sebastian, for the super chat, though. I appreciate that a whole lot. Um, we got Shelton Jackson who says, I can't unsee Bronco Lima and Lucian Price. Lucian Price of OTM as playable characters in Grand Theft Auto Vice City. Good times. Well, they're doing the whole, like, their whole little packaging of them is very Grand Theft Auto. So, yeah. Black Lives shirt. Oh, were they wearing it today? No, when they came out, they did an advertisement for it, though. Oh, oh, okay. Hey, Reg, if you want me to buy it for you, just tell me. I'll buy it for you. Denise, I will burn that shirt if you send it to me, and I'm not joking. <laughs> I know. I know you're not joking. <laughs> I'm not joking at all. I will burn that shirt <laughs> to all the right, ground. <laughs> While you eat wires. I'll eat wires and burn that shirt. <laughs> All right, so let's get to it. The main event. And we'll talk about everything else afterwards, but I like to start with the big stuff. So Some heat. NXT champion Ilya Dragunov defends against Trick Williams. Now, going into this, Reg, uh, this basically the story here, as we know, is that Trick Williams won at NXT deadline, the Iron Survivor. They did a really cool bit of how they got to the end of it. He was like down zero. He had like zero points. And eventually he scored, I think it was like four falls at the end. It was very mm-hmm. cool. They made it very believable. It was an awesome moment. So he earned that right. So we were supposed to see him versus Elia at the last PLE. But they ran this angle that Ridge Holland injured Ilya Dragunov and so he wasn't medically cleared to compete or defend his title against Trick Williams so Ilya basically came back he was finally cleared and he told Trick Williams let's do this match over at Vengeance Day Mm -hmm. during all of this though Carmelo Hayes has been the jelly sauce bunch of red flags 
best friend. And during this, um, at one point, Trick Williams was attacked. Nobody knew who was the person that attacked him, but everybody put two and two together that it was Carmelo Hayes. He still hasn't been revealed as like the official person that attacked him, but we're not dumb. Like we all know it's Carmelo Hayes. We've been probably knowing it was Tuesday, Carmelo Hayes. he'll probably say it was him. Yes, probably yeah. then. And so during this whole time, Carmelo Hayes has been playing mind tricks on Trick Williams and has just been like a really shitty friend. And Trick Williams has like, had blinders on mm -hmm. and he's been trusting his friend right and so during this match by the way we get a phenomenal matchup i mean we get like these two dudes are bleeding we get uh so mm. many strikes we get forum exchange we get so many h-bombs c trick williams kick out of the h-bombs uh in the dusty cup match there was a moment where Trick Williams did a leapfrog and he kind of sold that he maybe landed a little weird on his leg. That played into the main event afterwards because there was a whole little shenanigans on the outside of the ring where Carmelo Hayes accidentally uh, landed on the back of the knee of Trick Williams and he had to continue the rest of the match kind of being a little bit of an extra pain with that. Mm -hmm. And so we get a whole lot. We get a visual pin at one point where uh, Trick Williams wins he gets like a 20 count at that point but mm -hmm. because the referee was out uh didn't actually happen but eventually we get Ilya Dragunov after some really great back and forth Ilya Dragunov gets the win and it was very cool because the finish happened both men are standing on opposite sides of the ring and they're both like this is anybody's game they both come together trick is going for his knee but instead um Ilya Ilya hits the torpedo Moscow and he's just it was like a duel. He just fired the shot first mm -hmm. and gets him one, two, three, wins the match. So before we get to the turn, what did you think of the match itself? Tremendous work from these gentlemen. You know, Denise, there's only, you can count on one hand the amount of people that have beat Gunther's ass. Dragonoff is on that list. He's beat Gunther. Like, he's one of the guys that, like, this guy will die in this ring for this championship, not even for this championship, just for the love of the game, a man's man's truest, true wrestler that you could get. And he brought trick into his world because we haven't seen trick have to strike like this, have to get in positions that he's never been in, have to try to throw dragon out of the ring. Like he was in a different fight. He was in a, but beyond that starting coming out, Whoop that trick. The crowd going insane, Denise. They love this guy. It was so loud. There have been moments of the night where the crowd was into it. They're going crazy. But this was like, oh, whoa, whoa. This is different. Like, this is a main event, main roster level pop. And throughout the whole match, like, anytime that trick was on the offense, the crowd was all into it. By the end, they were bloodthirsty for a trick to win and they were booing anytime Dragunov was getting his stuff off I thought the work in this was awesome I thought Carmelo played a good role on the outside kind of getting involved that spot where Dragunov hits him and he falls in the trick's leg like really good work I think there just in in little moments like that and the execution of the finish there was one point where trick tried to hit the the spinning kick thing and Dragunov caught him in the power bomb. Oh, and yeah. He caught his bomb. leg and just. Phew. Yo, hey, that yo. I'm good. like, yo, these guys are fighting here. But yeah, Dragunov is showing that it's going to take a legit army to stop him. And I knew off rip that Trick wasn't going to have enough, like, respect to Trick. But this guy, you're going to have to bring everything in the world to stop him. It's not Dragunov time to stop. 
unless they're going to bring him up to the main roster and they're too scared to bring him up to the main <laughs> roster. So they're going to let him cook down here for a long, long time, but we're all in Denise. I thought this is a fantastic main event. And I thought most importantly, it showed that trick can be in the main, main event. And they got one right there with them. See, that's the thing. So I'm glad that you brought up like the fact that I think everybody kind of going into this was like Ilya is going to win because mm -hmm. Ilya really just got the title. Like he had such a great like, you know, trilogy of work with Carmelo Hayes. And then he, you know, finally gets the opportunity to defend his championship against Trick Williams. So I wasn't necessarily expecting Trick to win here. But right. I will tell you that during this match, even though I wasn't expecting Trick to win, they sold me a ticket. I was going yep. like, this is it. Like Trick, they're doing it. They're not holding off. They're going to do it. They're going to have Trick win. They really, truly made me believe that they... I, I was thinking they called an audible or something because um, of the way that right? the crowd, because yeah, the way that the crowd was reacting, I'm like, dude, you gotta have him win. Like you mm. gotta have him win. And I was so invested into the portion of this match that I had kind of uh, disregarded a little bit of what was going on between him and Carmelo Hayes, because I was so focused in the in-ring action with Elia and trick. Yeah. And so anyways, when he, I think at that point, like the moment I knew he wasn't for sure going to win though, was when he got the visual pin. Cause you know, yeah. that happens anytime once, that happens anywhere <laughs> once you see a guy get a visual pin like that's done like that was the win right there that way he can you know have some have some pride the following week he'll hold his chin up right i but, had you beat last week for 10 seconds the crowd said it yeah it's classic <laughs> exactly so but it was a really great match and i think he really yeah. proved um that he can hang especially because Here's the thing, like we're constantly talking and he's constantly going to be compared to Carmelo Hayes because of yeah. the way that everything started. That's just the way it's going to be for years. Probably we're yeah. going to be comparing Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams and vice versa. Carmelo Hayes, those three matches that he had with Elia were top notch stuff. Yeah. So with that being said, because of these comparisons, Trick Williams couldn't go in there and have a mid-match with Elia. Exactly. He had to have a match that stood on its own two feet the way that Carmelo Hayes and Elia Dragunov stood on their own two feet. But and I truly think uh, this was an entirely different match from exactly. what Elia right. did with Carmelo. But mm. I truly feel that Trick Williams made his mark, made his own little something special there with Elia in this match. Yeah, definitely. I think that like you said, they're way different than the three mellow matches and the way that tricks kind of stepped up and showed that in this position, he's going to do a different style, a different thing. I thought it was super important. Could you see them just calling up mellow? Cause it feels like mellows on his way up to the main roster too. Do you think they're going to let trick cook in NXT? And can you see him as NXT champion in the next year? Maybe. I think that they're going to finish off. This is where I'm at right now. I think they're going to finish off this story with Carmelo and Trick mm -hmm. within the next month or two. Let me see, March. No, within the next month. Yeah. Within the next month. And I think we're going to get a rematch between Elia and Trick Williams at Sand and Deliver. I okay. think that is where Trick Williams ah. wins the title. And I think at that point, we're not going to see Carmelo until he has his big like official moment where they say he's officially part of the SmackDown roster. I'm expecting him to right. be on SmackDown because he's had already several SmackDown matches and he's been killing it there. So mm -hmm. I feel like it's only a matter of time till they make like the official announcement of like, hey, this guy's officially part of the blue brand. Denise, are you going to watch NXT at 830 in the morning, WrestleMania weekend? 
I so I still don't know my WrestleMania schedule, but I'm gonna try. I'm gonna definitely try. That's early, man. Who be watching wrestling at 8 30 in the I morning? I know. I mean, I do, I know. but like live with a crowd just seems maybe not different. live, but I will probably watch on my computer and stuff yeah. and I don't know, figure it out from there. But because uh, you know, I, I I like to know what's happening, right? Like I like yeah. to know, I like to do these little post shows, I like to tweet about stuff that's happening. So I, I I'll figure it out at some point. <laughs> I'll figure it out. We'll see. I don't know what I'm going to do. I'm not even thinking about that. Reg, I'm not even thinking about that. I'm thinking I'm about- I'm just asking just a question, just a question. <laughs> I'm thinking about freaking this week that's coming up because um, it's uh, there's going to be so many freaking events like going down. I'm going to be in Las Vegas for the press conference. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Very excited Rock, about that. You're going to get an I'm- interview with The Rock? I don't know. I don't know. But they said, well, because I know he's going to be there. Obviously, he's going to be doing the press conference and stuff. And they said there is going to be media interviews. They're not guaranteed. And you don't know who they're going to be with. But based on the schedule that they gave us, there's an hour and a half that's been allotted for media interviews. Mm. So yeah, I'm like, you know, the, the, the Rock is my number one bucket list, right? Oh, I, he has to be like, he yeah. has to be. And like, I'm sitting here going, holy shit. Like if I were to interview the rock, like that would be huge. Like I've never interviewed the rock ever. You know what them numbers going to do on your channel, Denise, with Dwayne Johnson. Ooh, I know. Wait. I'm like, should I drive to Vegas? Man, I'm like trying to get me in there. Oh, I, no, this is crazy. I don't know if I'm going to get the one-on-one interview. I do not know. Yeah. Did we talk no about idea. the turn here or did we just No, uh, we need to get forward? into the turn. Yes, yes, yes. <laughs> but also, let's start praying and manifesting that I get that Dwayne the Rock, the Rock Johnson interview. The Rock. Oh shit, I'm going to have like to like Austin. you know. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Not going to be like Taylor Swift. You could talk to him and ask him questions. Oh yeah, yeah. I think I could. Yeah. I mean, I think I'll probably feel like maybe a tad bit nervous like maybe right before once I see him coming like let's say we're down at the press line, but usually during these moments I kind of like I don't know how to explain it because it's like my career, like your my, job. Yeah, my you're job. Not, you're not just like a fan right. out there. It like all of that stuff goes away. You mm-hmm. know, I can't explain it. You're it like, I just away. need to get these questions off. I don't have time to think right. about any extracurricular activities or anything. Plus, totally because I'm so focused on, oh, I got to make sure I'm recording. I got to make sure this is connected. I got to make sure I'm framed. Mm-hmm. I have so much going on in my mind that I'm like, oh, by the time it happens, oh, shit, here I am. This is going right. down. Let's do mm-hmm. this interview. And then interview's done. And I'm like, God, go check everything, make sure everything's good, and then just kind of run from there. So, yeah. yeah. But, no, it wouldn't be like the Taylor Swift thing. I would die. <laughs> <laughs> but, no, anyways, let's we'll see if it happens. Who knows? Mm-hmm. All right, um, let's get to some of these super chats. And- we never got to the turn. <laughs> I know. Okay, then fine. I, I'll, I'll put a pause. I'll get to the super chats. Let's get to the turn. Okay. All right, so we broke down the body of this match. We talked yes. about how great with us. We talked about the awesome finish. Ilya Dragunov retains his NXT championship. Afterwards, the moment. So Trick Williams is sad, obviously. He lost the match. He's feeling down. And Carmelo Hayes goes to him. He grabs his head and he starts telling him, you're my boy. And he's holding on to his head. Trick Williams looks like he's crying. I assume he's crying. And it's the feels, right? Then there's they let go and we get the shot of Trick Williams just standing there and Carmelo Hayes right behind him. And at that point, everyone knew what was happening. And he takes him out takes him out uh, on the back of the knee. And then that was like the big moment. Everybody, they pan to the crowd. Everybody's like, 
oh, there were some really great reactions to that, by the way. Love mm -hmm. that. And then afterwards, he gets a chair. He just beats this guy down multiple times with the chair and stands above him. And I don't know what he says. He says like a bunch of stuff to him mm -hmm. um, at this point. And we close out the show with Carmelo Hayes sitting on chair Mello. over his body. Huge booze. I thought all of it was great, <sighs> great, great execution. Yeah. The camera work I thought was good of Trick about to get out the ring. Mello walks around him and slowly turns around. You could just see in his face like, oh, it's going down. You could The crowd is like, oh, man. And then just like you said, all the reactions were like, no, man. He just had this amazing match. He's been having this great last year. He's been in this moment. And you do this to him now. And then he grabs the chair and he just hits his leg like 10 times or something destroys his leg, and then he sits over him and just basically says, you were in my shadow, I'm the man, it's time for me to move on my own, I'm him, and he leaves with huge booze. It got exactly the reaction that I thought it needed. Denise, I thought, do you think this was the perfect time? Do you think that they went long enough? Because it's been a while that they've been telling the story. I thought the execution of all this was really, really good. I think that this was the perfect timing for this because as I said earlier, I was there was a split second where I thought that maybe just maybe Carmelo Hayes changed his mind. Yeah. And for a split second I thought maybe it isn't going to happen. Maybe they're going to push it off even further or maybe they just decided not to actually have the turn happen. And mm -hmm. so they successfully fooled me into thinking it wasn't going to happen. Yeah, that, I mean, I think that's what the great work is, because like you said, like I said, I was the same way. I was like, I don't know, maybe they're going to maybe he just forgot he's not going to do it. Maybe they're going to execute it at another time. I think that little split second of changing it was exactly what needed to happen. Great execution, I thought, from both. This is going to make after that what happened tonight, Denise, with Trick, he's going to be even even more over now with this thing that just happened because the fans Wanted him to win so bad, and now he lost his best friend. Like, oh, send him to the moon. And yes. Mello also is going to get huge booze. I think this worked out so well for the both of them. Great job, you guys. I have a hot take. Uh oh. Kind of. I don't know if it's a hot take. It might be a hot take. I don't know. Chat, I'm curious to get everyone's opinion on this, as well as yours, Reg. I think the booking overall of both Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams throughout their tenure at NXT the whole time that they've been there has been better than what they did with Braun Breaker. And keep in mind, Braun Breaker was the one that came in with more buzz. But I yeah. think that they have handled the Carmelo Hayes rise and the Trick Williams rise a lot better. I think they both have been consistently booked better yes. uh, uh, throughout their time. I'm just thinking like Braun Breaker's last six months have been so, so good that I'm like, maybe that, but like, yeah, thinking about the stuff, like I said, his dad was kidnapped. All this kind of weird stuff was in the middle. I think as a consistent whole, both of them have been booked extremely well.
Let's see what the people are saying. We got Shelton Mysterio who says agree on that. Connor says easily. Um, right now, 89 says, yeah, fair to me. Arnold says facts. Caden says agree 80%. Dream Ninja says uh, not a hot take. Agree 100%. Paul Salmon says no doubt. Saban says I agree with Denise. Um, Sven Big says that's fair. I'll get to the Super Chat in just a second. Um, and let's see what else we got here. Uh, we actually got a lot of people that agree with that take. Uh, yeah. So I guess man. it's not a hot take because a hot Take it's not a hot take with, right? <laughs> this is like unpopular yeah. opinion that tweet there's two million people that agree that's not unpopular yeah. if two million people agree with you but you know I didn't right ask. but no <laughs> but it's like you wouldn't have thought that though before no no you know, especially with like that. uh second third generation superstars denise they're always just set up for for greatness especially a steiner you're like Oh, he's going to be the one. But yeah, in the middle there, people turned on uh, Braun Breaker. Like there was a point where that crowd didn't want to see this guy. He turned it around, but it wasn't like that for Melo or Trick. Most of the time they've been super over. I think for me, what ended up uh, that I think what ended up having that long term implication and why people turned on Braun Breaker was the moment that they had Dolph Ziggler get involved oh, with this and I defeat him. I forgot about that. I remember when that happened, I did sad. my little post show and I was like really upset by it because I was like, what are they doing? Why are we doing like that kind of killed some of Braun Breaker's momentum. He gets the title back and then they put him in these feuds that he feuded with Joe Gacy. He, he feuded with Apollo Cruz. Oh, and then remember he was on Raw and it wasn't that great. Also, like something he didn't, he didn't get that. he didn't get set up in the right position like he should. He had a couple matches on Raw and it was like uh, that's when they were like, oh, he needs to be back in NXT. And I think that's when they invested of like we need to really get into him. See, and so like that's what I think kind of went wrong there. Mm -hmm. And like it was never Braun Breaker. It was more so no. the booking for yeah. Braun Breaker. And I feel like they kind of had a lot of uh, roadblocks uh, <laughs> along the way. And now they're getting. I forgot that about Dolph. Yes, though. that was that was. Remember, so like that was not cool, man. Like they stunted a lot of his momentum. And at the very beginning, like he man went in and won the NXT Championship right away. And you're thinking, oh, this guy's being sky rocketed right. man worst and time to do it too like if you're gonna do it there's a time you could do it but that was not the time to do it <laughs> yes and so and they when it comes to carmelo hayes and trick williams like i think they've even handled trick williams better than they have carmelo hayes agreed and that's agreed. And, and carmelo hayes has had a lot of great stuff that they had him do on the there's only one thing that i didn't like to this day and i think people here know this um because i've complained about this <laughs> was mm -hmm. when they had him uh when they gave the battle the, the battle excuse me the belt uh to solo sokoa the nxt north american championship and solo sokoa held it for like a very short period and mm -hmm. then they took the title off of him and then we didn't have a champion for the longest time mm -hmm. i thought they shouldn't have done that to carmelo hayes i thought they should have kept him like champion throughout the entire time so that was like the one little hiccup but everything else has been solid they really booked them very well yeah that was kind of like the same situation with the Dolph thing is they were trying this main roster crossover thing and it ended up hurting two of their stars their two you know biggest stars in mellow and braun but i think they both have recovered from it so yes. it's you know in the grand scheme of things it's not so bad 
Right. Exactly. Exactly. Um, all right. So let's, um, so anyways, in terms of the, of what I'm expecting though, with this, I am yeah. expecting them to continue this. I don't know if this is going to be the stand and deliver match. It could be because the feud is so hot between Carmelo Hayes and Trick Williams. They got or a maybe... few shows on the way up there though. They have like two yeah, you're right. they announced before them. then. I don't know if they'll make it all the way to stand and deliver with that, you know? Yeah, only because I think Carmelo Hayes going to SmackDown is probably, you know, already the time for that. And I really do want to see Trick Williams win the NXT Championship at Stand and Deliver. Right. So, yeah, they could start going for it. The ro I think Roadblock is March 5th. That's probably when they'll do the Trick and Mellow match, I'd assume. Yeah, because they got to do something good for that, especially since they're going on the road and doing all of those events, you know, on exactly. location. So that's what I'm expecting there. But a uh, phenomenal job, phenomenal Great execution job. on the match, on the turn, all of it, especially because we knew it was going to happen. Mm -hmm. And it still managed to get us, you know, reacting the way that it did. So yeah. that was very, very cool. All right. I'm going to get to um, these super chats here that I haven't gotten to just yet. Um, and let's see where I'm at, where I left off here. Um, this one was from Will Chisholm, who says, is Julia still with Stardom NXT? NXT would be stupid to tease someone who's not legally with them right now. Uh, do you know the status on that, Reg? Um, I think the last report said her contract is up at the beginning of March. Okay. Okay. <clears throat> but yeah. the thing is that, uh, Will Chisholm, the whole thing with Rossi is this is all legally is the issue with, every, right. with everything. <laughs> right. Juan Castle says the IWC are a bunch of nerds. Just enjoy the shows. <laughs> True. Juan Castle out here coming out here with some hot takes. Thank you so much for the super oh, chat. Oh, that's where I wanted to go with this, Denise. We oh. haven't talked about the elephant in the room. Which elephant? And there's so many. There's a I've lost track of all of the elephants. Going into this show and the shows for the week specifically, there was some talk that people were going to go and hijack this show because they were mad about Cody and The Rock. But that didn't happen at all. I, I didn't see that. <laughs> yeah, there was a, these people were being like, oh, maybe we'll go and hijack the NXT show and blah, blah, blah. But none of that happened at all on the show. Like, oh, nothing. really? There was like one sign maybe, but people just, it wasn't like the way that they were reacting for, for Trick at the end. I'm like, they don't care about that. <laughs> well, it just wouldn't be like the right moment. Right. Like what's NXT? NXT don't got nothing to do with this. They what's what would they why are they in this? But like let them have their moment, you know? Like they're yeah. working hard, they're doing their own things, they're not involved in all of this other drama that's happening. Uh, you, you know, like they're not involved yeah. in that. Let they working hard, let them have their show, they're do working their thing. So hard, man. They don't got time. Yes, exactly. So mm -hmm. I didn't know that there was people trying to hijack the show. Yeah, I mean, you know, there's always talk online. Who knows? I'm always curious to see if it's online is going to. Yeah, yeah, I'm always curious to see if online is going to translate to the real live show. And again, it proves that it doesn't. So Right, right. <laughs> it. I don't know, man. I think it's going to be different once we. Um, God, it's just so crazy because yeah. it's like it's the rock. People love the rock. The rock, Denise. I'm like. I understand Cody, this, but I'm like the rock, you guys, what do you like? Why people are mad at the rock. They're like, I can't believe the rock come and do this to young talent. I can't believe the rock. But I'm I like, don't blame the them though. What do you mean? But I don't blame also, them though. You yeah. know, cause and I've been mad when vets have done that before, but I'm like, it's yes. the rock. So it can't, it, it's different, but it's not some, for some people it's not different. Exactly. And it's just been one of those things where I'm like, God, I, I think that if there is any sort of hijacking, at, at all 
it would actually happen at WrestleMania when the actual event happens. Like when the main, let's say for example, WrestleMania 40, we're sitting there and Rock and Roman's about to start and the crowd starts chanting, we want Cody. That would be crazy, right? It's in Philadelphia, Denise, and Philadelphia is known specifically for doing things like this. So, but my thing is, it's like WWE crowds don't really do that anymore, though. They're not that. They're they're just kind of like we're here to enjoy the show. I'm like WrestleMania is already sold out. It's been sold out for a long time. Those people don't. They want to go see a spectacle. Any spectacle that you give them, they're going to go and enjoy it. I just can't see any crowd getting hijacked because that's not how WWE crowds work anymore. Well, see, like, that's the thing. Like, we obviously have the internet wrestling community that tends to be a little bit more hardcore. And then when you go to the shows, and everybody knows this because a lot of people have been to shows, it's more of people that are fans watch the shows but aren't on, like, these wrestling, you know, very deep in the Twitter sphere of wrestling or are on, on forums or things There's like that. Families There's there, families there, dude. Exactly. Wives There's and families. kids. And, like, it's like, it's a different environment over there. Right. But here's the thing, though. If let's say there's at least 20% of the crowd in there that it's like IWC hardcores. If they start getting a We Want Cody chant going, people love to chant at wrestling shows. People are going to be like, oh, everyone's chanting, we want Cody. Ah, we want Cody. I don't, I don't, maybe it's I'm wrong. It's a possibility, I, but, but it's, it's the rock. rock. It's, the, it's rock. the rock. Had it been anybody else, maybe, but it's the rock. So there's a good chance that's not going to happen. Like they could only do this with a select few and the rock is yes. one of those select few. How did you feel about the, the, the news that he kind of strong armed it? Like it. I don't think he strong armed it because they've been telling this story for three years, Denise. Like, yeah, but was, not we've like, been wanting this match, Roman dude, and the Rock. I, I wanted this match too. I truly like. I wanted to see this match at WrestleMania 39. Like, I had been wanting to see this match. Well, but that completely <laughs> went out the window when they did Cody so freaking dirty. Like, my big thing going into this, Reg, was why did you have? Cody win the rumble if you were going to do this and why did you have this man go out there and essentially just be like here's the rock you can have everything that I've worked for (sighs) why that was messed up man yeah it's it was messed up to Cody and Seth like Yes, that's not buried by freaking Roman Reigns like 10 feet under but Denise it's the rock I know, I know. Trust me, I know. <laughs> Rock. But they did Cody dirty, bro. They did every a bunch of people got done dirty though, honestly. So like it's a, I'm making a joke about the Rock and I have made a yeah. bunch of jokes, but Cody did yeah. not deserve this, man. Why do you think they... Cody like this, man? <laughs> I feel so bad for him. Like <laughs> right. His face, Denise, when he had to hug the Rock and just be like congrats it's like oh man why'd you guys do Cody like this it's like the love of your life doesn't like you and wants somebody else it's like she's getting married and she asked you to be the best man with her husband yes you're like dude no i'm not doing that and they're like you have to (laughs) i hate oh oh, i was about to say like every I was, what were about you about to say, to say? I was about to say it's like watching the person you love be with someone else and everybody I just remembered was writing that in the comments and that's terrible but that's literally what it feels like 
It feels like that. But yeah, and I think in the grand scheme of things, I don't think they'll get hijacked. I think from now till WrestleMania, if that's the story, there's still some people that are convinced. I've seen a theory, Denise, that on Thursday, since it's in Vegas, they're going to announce that actually WrestleMania 41's in Vegas and we're going to do this match next year. I'm like, you guys are hoping to the stars. All the little uh, booking, fantasy booking conspiracy theories are awful, you guys. Have Roman wrestle two times in a row. He wrestles 10 times a year and you think he's going to wrestle two nights in a row? Are you drunk? And then so <laughs> I'm like, I don't think that's going to happen uh, this weekend. I think it'd be very weird. It's going to be interesting, though, and I hope you do interview The Rock and I love all the chaos that's come with it. Dude, I don't want to be sitting here come WrestleMania 41 talking about Roman still being champ. <laughs> you might and think. this Cody story at WrestleMania 41. Why not? Who says it had to be this year? No, if we're going to be on a tangent, I can't. <laughs> French, I'm going to have gray hair by then. 1,000%. By the time Roman Reigns loses his belt when he beats Bruno San Martino record in four years. You know what we should all do? I should freaking start this. I don't know if we can. We should do this. We should, every person in the IWC should post a picture of what they looked like when Roman Reigns, when Roman Reigns won the title and what they were doing in their lives. And once he loses the title, what you look like then and what you're doing with your life. People are going to have new careers. They're going to be Baby. married with kids. Like life is going to be different by the end of this. I've been saying that as a joke, but I really think they might have him beat Bruno at this point. But also, new theories have convinced me in the last 24 hours that The Rock might win if they have the match at WrestleMania. No! Oh, no! Red, no! <laughs> no! You can't have The Rock defeat Roman Reigns! Denise, sit back and listen. The Rock is now the head. He's on the board, right? Mm -hmm. They're gonna start to make, in order to try to counteract the craziness that's going on, The Rock's the head of WWE, right? He's the new face of the company. Him as the WWE champion going on the Today Show, going on the blah, blah, blah show as the champion and as the face of the company. How does that sound? Sorry, I'm just having a brain fart, Reg. He won the title at Payback 2020, right? Who? Roman? Uh, when did he win the title? Was it Payback? I think it was like the pay-per-view right after Mania, wasn't it? Someone who has better memory than me, please write it down. Because if that's correct, I wasn't even doing wrestling full time at this point. In 2020? No, I think I had like 20,000 YouTube subscribers when wow. Roman Reigns was. Yes, thank you. Payback, August 2020. I wasn't doing wrestling coverage full time. I had like one show a week. Yep. I had like 25,000 YouTube subscribers. Mm -hmm. I wasn't married. Mm -hmm. I didn't have my own apartment. Wow. Think about this. Everybody, think about where you were at when Roman Reigns, I can't even say his name anymore. Roman Reigns won the title. Grapsity didn't exist back then. Like, no. I, I had zero I podcasts you. at I the didn't time. Know you. Didn't know you at all. Like, well, life was very different four years ago. And he still has that belt, Denise. And he's going to have it for longer. That's been my favorite thing all week. I'm like, you guys have been talking all this trash. Cody was never beating this guy at WrestleMania no matter what you try to sell me on. There's As we can kid. see, even more, they were like, hey, get out of here, Cody. During the, time, during the time that Roman Reigns has been champion, you could have been born and gone to preschool. <laughs> right? Am I doing the math right? I don't know. How old are you in preschool? Four. 
right? Four? Because kindergarten's five. So preschool <laughs> would be four. <laughs> There's kids that it actually happened. Like this guy moved houses two times. <laughs> Denise, listen to this. Those four-year-old kids are talking about wrestling. The only WWE champion they know in their life is Roman Reigns. They only know one champion of their whole life. Like I know like 40. They know one Roman. See, everybody's posting what they were doing and how things ended up have how their how much their lives have changed. This is wild. Sorry. Red, you had a question that I didn't even answer because I just had like a, I had an epiphany. I forgot what my question was. All right, we got to get to the rest of these super chats. I'm sorry, Reg. I'm so sorry. No, you're good. That's you. really Look funny. Look at this person, Alan. I was a freshman in high school and now I'm a freshman oh, in college. Oh, shit. That's crazy. This yeah. guy, Greg Carter, had three jobs. Three yeah, jobs. That's crazy. That's crazy. I lived in a different place. Yeah. I can't believe it. I'm I'm shocked. All right. Sorry. <laughs> Clearly, I just learned the concept of time. Here we go. This one is from Savon Watson. He <laughs> says, Braun was the last person to defeat Gunther in NXT, so I could see him being the one to dethrone him possibly at WrestleMania 40. Yeah. Seven out of 10 show. Love you guys, BTW. Thank you so much. Appreciate that. And I like that prediction. Nice Black says, I love that NXT switch up of the talents for their PLE. Shout out to Jada Parker, Adriana Rizzo, Lola, and Obafemi for their PLE debuts. Great show. Thank you so much for pointing that out. They all had those uh, PLE debuts. Yeah. Marjorie Ambrose says, Denise, <laughs> will you ever become a wrestler? Oh, God, no, no. no. Absolutely not. You told us a story about who were you training with, Kota Ibushi, and you did two flips. When were you? Recently, you said you interviewed. So no. Ray Phoenix. Phoenix. Ray Phoenix. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You trained with Ray Phoenix. You did one lap around the ring and you were like i'm out of here yeah it didn't work out <laughs> yeah i jumped like two times and i was like oh i could feel my chest <laughs> what's up with my camera equipment out there i gotta go nah, bro. i was looking at that i was like nah my neck my back <laughs> you no didn't thing. even get slammed no i didn't even go in the ring <laughs> just jumped I ran, I ran like one time and I like half-assed ran, didn't even do it properly. And I had my phone and it, it was just the whole, I just, my body does not, I'm not an athlete. Some yeah. people are just gifted, not gifted. Totally. You know, no. Mm -hmm. Alvin Everett says Chad Gable won by count out, Braun Breaker won by pin and Dragunov won by submission. Yeah. God damn, those are some good facts. Thank you so much, Alvin. Well, Chisholm says, I love the finish of the match where both was like, let's see who hits their finisher first. And Mello with the uh, mega heat, I love it. Uh, he looked like a true heel. That's what I said. Like, it felt like a duel. Like, both guys had a gun. Who the hell is going to fire first? That's yeah. literally what that finish was. And I loved I loved that because yeah. it took for a second where I'm like, oh, who got this? Like, mm -hmm. you know, and then once I see Trick Williams go down, I'm like, oh, my God, he was the one that took it. You know, it, it was a big moment, I think. I love the way that all the Dragonoffs matches end, and it feels like he could have died, too. Like, there was just that three seconds that separated, but he could have easily been on the other end of this. It's destruction. It's disorder. Great work. He's a great man of inner. Will Chisholm says that reaction to Melo's turn felt like when Ciampa turned on Johnny back on TakeOver. Yeah, Some good yeah. history there. Paul Morales says all this ending was missing was a barbershop, a window, and a super kick. HBK, HBK vibes throughout. 
Big influence for sure. HBK was proud back there watching this. He was like, yeah, good times. <laughs> Thank you so much, Paul. We got Alonzo R who says, I love how HBK is redoing all of his 90s angles in NXT. Shout out to us old fans. He a lot does. of people have been calling him out for that, but like in a good way though. Not yeah, no, we way. like it every time we're always like, yeah, HBK is doing his thing again. It's great. You like nostalgia and you're modernizing it. Yeah. We got Connor Pearson Ward who says the only Cody related stuff tonight was that the crowd booed when the press conference graphic came up. Did they? I didn't notice uh, that. I didn't really, yeah, I didn't notice either. Oh, shit. I wonder what it's like to be at the press conference because fans can go and it's free to attend. Oh, it's a uh, fans can be in there too? Yeah, I think. Oh, I swear I saw that. I thought it was just a press thing. I'm pretty sure it's free for fans too. Like if fans go in there, it's gonna be crazy. Cause those type of fans aren't the same fans that be going to the uh the events. I mean, they are, but like the hardcore fans will pull up to this and they'll voice their opinions for sure. I don't know, man. Google it. It's probably on WWE.com. It's probably up there. You'll get the details there. Juan yeah. Castle says rock versus rain is what the mainstream wants. Forget the Vince crap. This Juan. is blockbuster match. Have Reigns win. Cody beats Rollins and on to SummerSlam. We go at the end of the year, CM Punk versus Cody. Juan know what's up, Denise. They like money. The money match is the rock and Roman Reigns. The that's workers, fine. and but we then love why it. you have Cody win the rumble and point at Roman the, Reigns. That's the game, man. I don't know. That's the game. I really do hope that the rock went in there like that bald, yellow, red, and wearing son of a gun and showed and threw his stuff around because Triple H and the guy that is the leader of this show tried to get this guy out of the company when he first started. I would do it too. I would be spiteful if I was him. But that's just me. He had Shawn Michaels on his show and didn't even say this man's name. You think he's not going to cover Triple H too? I think he is. No comments. I don't know, man. I mean, if I was The Rock, I would be petty about it. I'm saying, right? Wouldn't you? I would be petty about it. Yes. Yep. Yes. Yep. Sheldon Jackson says, I still remember when Trick and Elia had their first match on uh, February 21st, 2023, and Denise wasn't a fan of it at all. Nope, I wasn't. And Damn. she said she didn't buy it as a match. Now look at her. Now look how far Trick has come into a calendar year. So this is Sheldon. Sheldon always calls me out, but this is Damn. 100% true. Sheldon had true. the dates and everything. Sheldon was like, at this <laughs> time, the, the date is bad. <laughs> point in time i didn't see like the the in-ring portion of it at all That's i always funny. saw the promo stuff yeah. go back sheldon will go back he can hear my post show whenever <laughs> the hell that happened um but i remember actually you know what i remember when trick williams like first came out on nxt and he had this promo stuff a lot of people were shitting him shitting on him in social media i was on the post show i defended him reg i was like he is freaking good on the mic like i really like trick williams on the mic Mm -hmm. I think he's come a long way. It's in the out. ring. It yeah. wasn't instantaneously for me because okay. we didn't really get to see him wrestle. And then one second, then so we had seen maybe like two or three matches, and then all of a sudden he was having this match with Elia mm -hmm. back in February twenty first, twenty twenty three. Like Sheldon Jackson just said. Well, the things have caught up to it. That's a legit how it was. Like he learned on the job. Like he wasn't the best wrestler when he come in. He didn't. He wasn't like a worker or anything. And he's learned and he's gotten better and he's gotten to this main event for a reason. So it makes sense that you would feel the type of way then yeah. feel a different way now. Exactly. But I, and so I personally feel like seeing that growth, mm -hmm. that's why I even said this earlier. He had 
a big challenge to fill in the mm -hmm. sense that, like I said, he was going to be compared to Carmelo Hayes. Right. I know for a fact I was going to compare this match to what we saw with Carmelo and Elia because I love yeah. these matches. It's inevitable that, yeah. I mean, if you if you come up with somebody like this, especially how tight that they have been on their come up, it's like you said, for the next few years, they're going to be like, well, Trick is here, Melo's here. It's going to be that way for a long time, but in a good way. <laughs> Sheldon with the receipts. <laughs> now, Warren, what else good. have I said? Yeah, for what real. else have I said on these shows, dude? Man, Sheldon <laughs> with the timestamps. <laughs> I love it. Sheldon says Roman comes back at SummerSlam 2020, does one SmackDown, then wins the title one week after returning, signing the contract mid-match. Oh, yeah, that's when he came back with Paul Heyman, and then it's yeah. been crazy since then. Okay. Oh, is that SummerSlam that he came back? Okay, yeah, that makes sense. 2020, goddamn. Wild. We were just like a couple months into the pandemic. Mm -hmm. I was at that's home crying. Is. I mean, the whole feels. We were watching Tiger King, baking bread. <laughs> I dyed my hair blue by myself, and it was crooked. Blue? Okay. What was that? So here's my theory. I feel that every person did something stupid during the pandemic because we were bored and sad. My bored and sad act was I dyed my hair blue from the bottom down and I fudged it up so bad, Reg, that the one side started up here and the other side started. Down. <laughs> you couldn't tell you could tell on video, but you couldn't tell on Instagram because I kind of like changed the filter. So what so if you bad. go back and watch your videos from then, you can see your oh, uh... you can see my messed up blue hair. Yes. Ooh. My friend who's a hairstylist was like, Denise, I need to tell you, I hated your blue hair. And I was like, girl, me too. She's like, why didn't you let me help you? Everyone, everyone did something. <laughs> everyone did something dumb. Dumb, stupid, or some whatever. You didn't react? I can't say minds on this show. This is a PG but, but, show. But can you at least admit that you did something during the pandemic because you were dumb and sad? I did a couple things. <laughs> so I'll say it's a PG show, Denise. A PG I still remember show. my husband makes fun of me because Ooh. um one time, like he finally like came because you know nobody was seeing each other, and I hadn't seen like my husband, like I hadn't well, he wasn't my husband at the time, but mm -hmm. hadn't seen him in forever. So we finally decided, like, okay, let's hang out outside. We won't go into your house or anything, right? We'll just mm -hmm. eat outside. So I was like, okay, fine, I want to see you. So we like had a little lunch outside, right? And he makes fun of me because while we were sitting down eating do you remember that during this time for people's birthdays people would drive up in their cars and honk and like be like yeah how do you not remember this during the pandemic people, people would show up in cars and celebrate people's birthdays when you never saw this no yes like people would be outside their house honk, Lisa, and people happy would birthday. show up like with balloons and they would be cheering and they would do things in their car <laughs> and it would be like a little parade. You what never part of TikTok this? was this? I ain't seen none of this. Shit. Okay. -uh. So no, like it's a thing. Like there's people here that are bringing it up. So I remember the first time I saw it was that day we were eating out in a porch and mm -hmm. my neighbors, I guess it was someone's birthday and all these cars came through and I was like, what is happening? <laughs> and everybody was celebrating and saying all of these things. And so once the parade ha finished happening, all of a sudden, all you see is this <laughs> from me. I oh. broke down, Reg. Why? I had this like breakdown of seeing this like really happy act but i was so saddened 
by yeah. the fact that these people couldn't spend their they birthday to together. Mm-hmm. And so it broke me. It broke me. It was such a nice gesture, but it broke me watching that happen. And yeah. so my husband makes fun of me from that day because he's right. like, you had a breakdown while you were eating a sandwich in your right. front yard. Relax, lady. What are you crying for? Is probably what he was thinking. But it's like <laughs> you were going through this worldwide pandemic. Who didn't cry? It was rough. Yeah, no, it was rough, man. That shit sucked. See, like people are saying it happened on their streets all the time. A birthday drive by. <laughs> See? Think it happened. They had they had drive-through graduations as well. Okay, I do remember the graduations. Yeah, so there you go. Mm-hmm. We gotta get into the rest of um god damn, we gotta get into the rest of the show. <laughs> all right, so let's Let talk in. about two matches for this long. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, Lawrence Ross says I finally finished Mello as banned from the barbershop. Good PLE. Honestly, yeah. Lawrence came in at the start of this show and said he was watching NXT, came back. That's how long we've been here. It's like the Roman Reigns thing. This is going longer than Roman Reigns' reign. All right, here we go. The next thing I want to talk about, the NXT Women's Championship match, Lyra Valkyra versus Roxanne Perez. I was so freaking excited for this match because, like, they're two of my favorites, right? Well, what ended up happening is the Women's NXT Breakout Tournament winner, Lola Vibes came in and cashed in her contract. And at mm-hmm. first I was like, ooh, they better not do a thing where she just crashes in, cashes in, rolls up, rolls somebody over, and one to three, the match is over. Mm-hmm. I loved that they didn't do that and they actually turned it into a triple threat match. So we mm-hmm. got a good amount of time where this was a triple threat match. And let me tell you, mm-hmm. I was not really sure what to expect from Lola because we haven't really seen her wrestle that much on NXT. All right. But she recently did a match with Electra Lopez. And the one thing that I said about that was I loved how much they showed that they really hated like they laid their shit in during Mm -hmm. that match enough to make you feel like they really hated each other. And so when Lola came into this match, dude, she came in here red hot. She did not come to play. She was doing all her little strikes, her roundhouse, her her uh, her little speed kicks that she does. She was so impressive mm-hmm. in this match where I'm going, dang, I-, I love all of these women, but I wasn't expecting to be as blown away as I was by Lola Vice. Um, what did you think of this match? Uh, yeah, I thought that the first part of the match with just Valkyria and uh, Roxanne was tremendous. Roxanne, oh my God, she is so good at this wrestling shit. She's been doing it for a long time since we were young. We all know her story, but just how comfortable she is, the veteran instincts that she has already. She's one of the top females in the whole company, and she's just in NXT doing her thing. Like, she's going to be a superstar here. I thought all the the women in this were tremendous, but yeah, when Lola came down with the the contract and got into the match, thought it kicked into a high gear. Lola looks really good. Like, it's crazy, Denise. A lot of these wrestlers, men and women in NXT, some of them start from zero. Like they, uh, I used to watch wrestling with my dad 20 years ago, and like that's the last time I watched wrestling. And then they go from like zero to 100 like real fast. And so to see these women and these men and these people be so good in kind of a short amount of time and being put in big positions with giant crowds and, and the cameras and the lights are on, tremendous work all around i thought the right winner was chosen here i'm interested to see if they call roxanne up because like i said denise she's so good yeah i was thinking about that too because we just saw tiffany stratton got called up on saturday and she hasn't been there as long as roxanne has Mm -mm. and so and roxanne was now this was her second rumble 
appearance. Right. And that was Tiffany's first appearance. I'm wondering if she's wondering, like, hey, man, when am I? What's my turn? You know, like, what's going on? When am I going to get called up? She's so still I young, know, though. That is a factor. Yes. In it, you know? it, I think it's a big factor where it's like, we all know, like, I don't think anyone's worried or concerned no. because we all know that she's so young and she's got she's got the whole world in front of her. She's got yeah. the world at her feet there. So yeah. I, I'm, I still want to see Roxanne Perez have a solid NXT women's run. I do think that she's going to defeat Lyra at stand and deliver. I have mm-hmm. a feeling they're going to do Lyra Roxanne at stand and deliver. And I think Roxanne's winning there. I don't know. That's just my assumption. I agree too. Cause it looked like later in the show, they had a, a kind of bra on the back with Roxanne and Lola, which means they're probably going to blow that off. And I think also that, they are going to crown Roxanne as Stand and Deliver. Them crowning a new women's champ and a new uh, men's heavyweight champ, I think at those shows will be a good move. Are you know what, though? Actually, now I, I take changed it back. Your mind. Yeah, you changed my <laughs> mind, Reg. Because as I was listening to you here say this, you mentioned how Roxanne attacked Lola Vice. Yeah. So Roxanne, they have been slowly turning her into a heel. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like she's more heel now than she was babyface. Mm-hmm. I don't think they would give the NXT stand and deliver moments to a heel. To a a heel, yeah. So I'm actually thinking, based on how impressive Lola Vice was today, I won't be surprised if that's her moment at stand and deliver. To become the champ? Yeah. Really? Yeah. The champ champ? Yeah, I can see it. And you got to understand, like, I feel like we've seen some fast growth from like all of these girls on NXT, like one second they're whatever they are, and then the next they're like 10 times whatever they were. Yeah, I mean, interesting. I don't know. I don't know. I haven't seen enough of her to know at this, honestly. I think there's a good chance. Based on how she was featured tonight, mm-hmm. I think good there's time. a good chance. I don't yeah. know. People are saying, some people are saying no. Yeah. Some I don't people know. are not sure. Some people are saying they could see it. I, I think it's kind of early. It might be a little too early for me. All right, we got, mm-hmm. um, let's see, we got Sheldon Jackson here who says, also, they made Lola Vice look stupid by cashing in mid-match instead of waiting until they finished the match and the winner being exhausted. I preferred it this way, though. I wow. love seeing the actual matchup. Well, yeah, I guess, I guess that makes her look like a star, but, like, the point of this is, like, you take advantage of somebody, but it could be, you know, in kayfabe, they could play it up to, she's a young wrestler, she didn't really know. That's true. You Sheldon know. Jackson, thank you so much for the super chat. Um, all right. So it seems like some people are torn on this one. I don't know, mm-hmm. but if it happens, I'm a brag. <laughs> all right. Another match that I really enjoyed here on the show was Dijak versus Joe, Joe Gacy. Uh, no DQ match. I got to tell you, I was a fan of this match for multiple reasons. The first one is, so Joe Gacy, he was only, he did not have one singles PLE match last year. He was on the NXT Stand and Deliver card in a multi-man match. Mm-hmm. And then Dijak was on multiple PLEs having singles matches. And one of them was a Iron Survivor match. But he did not win in any of those. He came mm-hmm. out on the losing end on all of those. So today I felt like Joe Gacy went out there. And this was like the best thing we've seen from Joe Gacy in a really long time. Cause he was out there kind of doing the schism thing really wasn't working all that well. Mm -hmm. And in terms of the matches, like I would probably say this was his best NXT match, honestly, like this has probably been the best for him. And for the fact that Dijak got the win, I thought he needed it. He couldn't keep losing and all of these big PLEs. And on top of that, I loved how creative they got with this. I loved when um, they set up the table with the, little toys uh dijak ended up going through it landing freaking elbow first and he posted mm-hmm. a picture by the way he's got like a big giant like 
gash, and I think he has like a little bit of a bump too. Oh yeah, it was yeah. a scary bump. Because he just went straight, but like, bam! Like mm-hmm. I just saw that thing freaking crash. I was mm-hmm. like, damn, that was a good moment. Uh, the duct tape spot, the ending. I love the ending because he's like trying to um, he's trying to get him with the feast. He gets the feaster eyes on Joe Gacy while he's being duct taped. Well, he has the tape around his eyes, but mm-hmm. he couldn't find them to actually pin him. Yep. So it was little things like that that I really liked. Um, the cannonball that Joe Gacy did that looked really good. There was a lot in here. I thought they put they got very creative with it. Would you? Yeah, think? it makes sense that Joe. This was Joe Gacy's best match because he's a former CZW World Champion. If you don't know, so a hardcore match makes sense here. I think that for a while, Denise, the way that Dijak's character, in character, and the real person, his the matches and and the wins didn't match how he talked about himself and how he carries himself. It's like, well, if you're really what you say you are, why do you keep losing in these big positions? So I like that they're setting him up to get some wins because beyond the, the losses, he's had a bunch of great matches. He's had a bunch of really uh, um, like match of the year type things that he ends up being the loser on, but like it's great stuff there in there. And so I thought tonight, scary table bump with the toys on the thing, the duct tape, uh, eyes and his thing is feast your eyes and he can't use your eyes. Yeah. Really good work all around. I think for what this was in, in shows like this, you always need some kind of variety. And I thought this was good variety. No. Yeah. I had a good time with this. I think they both needed a performance like this. The only mm-hmm. thing that I will say for Joe Gacy, now that he's doing a new character, I hope they change his theme song because the, he still has the same schism song. Yeah. Uh, I, I would hope they would change it just to kind of, I don't know, make it a little bit more, uh, just something new, you know? He's still kind of giving me, like, Bray Wyatt vibes, though. Yeah, a little bit. A little yeah. bit. Not as much as he used to, I think, before. But I think right. they just need to, yeah, they need to change his theme, I think. Right. Um. All right, we got Will Chisholm here who says, if Julia comes in, I can see her taking the title at Stand and Deliver. Oh, yeah, hell yeah. Also, I can see that happening. That's a thing. that could I could definitely see that happen, too. That's pretty high on the list. So then keep Lyra strong so yeah. that when it actually happens, she gets this match with Julia. If it happens, that could be a big moment. Christopher Marino says, so what's the end game of Lyra? What's the end game of Lyra Valkyria and Tatum Paxley? I mean, at some point, Tatum, there's going to be some sort of downfall. I mean, Lyra has already tried to dump her multiple times, but Tatum mm-hmm. doesn't get the hint. She's like obsessed with her. So either they become friends and they just continue or... <laughs> They feud finally gets over it. I don't know. She finally gets over Lyra. I think mm. at some point we're going to start to feel sorry for Tatum. Yeah. At some point it's going to happen. I mean, potentially is it? I don't know too much about it. Is this the Tony no, Storm and Meyer May thing? Yeah, she's not like a fan. Well, I guess you can say she's a fangirl. Yeah, yeah. she's but just like a little bit different. Comes across as a little bit more creepy. Mariah May doesn't come off as creepy, but the Tatum Paxley version of it comes off as a little bit like creepy. Like Lyra's like ugh, mm-hmm. by her. Yeah. Lyra's really good, though. I could see her getting called up soon, too. Oh, she's phenomenal. I'm a fan of hers. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Christopher Marino, thank you so much for that super chat. All right. So we got two more matches to get into. Uh, NXT North American Championship match. Uh, Obafemi defends against Dragon Lee. I feel bad because this was the match that I was most tuned out of. Not because of the performers, but because of the news of Taylor Swift's new album. I know, Reg. I'm sorry. That's fine. Take the floor on this one. Obafemi gets the win. There were some good moments during here. We saw Dragon Lee get like power bombs for the finish, but prior to that, he was like tossed into the freaking chair. He was tossed in the ring. Uh, how'd you feel about this match? Listen, Denise, the main event of this match, the, this show was really good. A lot of people I've seen them saying that this is the, that was the match of the night. 
This right here was my match of the night. I've been seeing, like you said, I'm not well-versed on NXT. I don't know a lot about it. I don't watch it on a weekly basis. I keep up because that's the game. I've been hearing a lot about Obafemi, of course, because, you know, I talk about black wrestlers. I have a list and all this stuff. So I've been hearing people being like, this guy's next up. He's the one. You got to see him. This guy might beat Gunther. I've seen all this on the line. I'm like, what are these people saying? And I've seen clips, and I'm like, okay, I get it. I see it. But tonight... Dragon Lee's a great partner to have, first of all. But the power that Oba was showing uh, throughout this whole thing, carrying Dragon Lee up steps, catching him out of midair, jumping and throwing him all over the ring, thought was awesome. This guy's power bombs, the, the pop-up power bombs that he does, tremendous. He tried to kill Dragon Lee on the apron. He got a holy shit chant from chopping Dragon Lee, just chopping Dragon <laughs> Lee, trying to run on the apron like, no, it's rare that people get holy shit champs from a chop. This guy is tremendous, Denise. I'm all in. I need to buy some stock in Oba Femi because <laughs> the work that he does is awesome. He looks great. His moveset's awesome. He's quick. Uh, he has charisma. Like, the fans are already into him. This match was awesome. Dragon Lee, you guys already know, one of the best luchadors in the world. He brought all that good lucha shit to this to kind of play the cat and mouse one guy's big, one guy's small, fast work type thing. Really, really good match, Denise. And I thought it was my favorite match of the show just because I'm buying in on this Obafemi guy. This was great. I'm glad to hear that because, uh, you know, from what we've been seeing on his performances in NXT, that was like the, everything that you just said, we've seen. And we yeah. know because he does bring the intensity. He does Ooh. bring the power. You know what we love? A big guy that can move. A Straight big up. guy that can if you move. Fast, if you're big and fast mm -hmm. and you can dodge and move in different positions, we're all in. And I'm all in. Yeah, for sure. Um, And I think the only match that I wasn't as probably as involved in was the Tony D'Angelo, Channing Stax, Lorenzo, Adriana Rizzo versus Bronco Nima, Lucian Prize, and Jada Parker. Uh, but I wasn't surprised by that, honestly. So I really wasn't expecting too much from this match. And it kind of gave me what I was expecting. Uh, I will say this, though. The positives are I really think Adriana Rizzo has added a lot to the family. So I like that whole bit that they've been doing there. Um, They get the win. Is this the match that you this were kind of match. thinking, like, why am I doing this NXT post show? I was like, this is the point where I was like, what did Denise get me into? What is this? But it was the save saved immediately after. This was like, you don't you watch NXT sometimes and you're like, oh, this is developmental. And this felt like, oh, this is developmental. Like I can see what what where where these guys are in their position going forward. This felt like one of those NXT level up matches. And I don't know if I would have put it on the pay-per-view. It's good to get these guys and people in position and women in position in shows like this. But I don't know if this was, with the rest of the stuff we saw, enough to keep up the par with that. Right. This was probably the only match that didn't live up to what you are seeing for everything else. But again, exactly. these are all guys, like for the most part, like Bronco, Lucian, uh, and Jada. Like they're all pretty like new on they're the new. show. Yeah. yeah. And then with the family, they're not really, I would say, known for their like in-ring work. Right. They get by, but you kind of need the, the uh, smoke and mirrors and mm -hmm. the stories and all of mm -hmm. that. 
versus uh, you're not going out going like, oh, you just know this match is going to be five stars. Like, I don't really go in thinking that. So Mm -hmm. honestly, though, considering that I liked everything else on the show, this was the only thing that was a little bit, like you said, just maybe didn't match in with the rest of it. But um, other than that, that was literally uh, the show for today. That was NXT uh, Vengeance Day. Uh, I want to thank everybody for coming in and hanging out to check out this post show. Uh, Reg, I hope you enjoyed covering NXT. NXT wasn't bad. wasn't bad. wasn't the worst. Okay. I was NXT 2.0. If it was still that, I would have got on here and yelled at you. But it's not that anymore. <laughs> they really have improved. Yeah, they have. Honestly, mm-hmm. um, YT here has been a member for 12 months. As I didn't care about the mixed tag team match at all. Yeah. Well, turns out you, me, Reg, we yeah. we all kind of were a little bit out of this one for sure. Mm-hmm. Um, all right. So, Reg, before we go, let the people know where they can follow you and stuff. Uh, you can find me at Righteous Reg on all your social medias. I'll be talking a lot of jazz on Twitter. If you like that kind of thing, find me there. Uh, every Wednesday, you can find me with Denise Salcedo. We're talking about AEW Dynamite. We're talking the best of the week. It's very fun. Uh, you can also catch me Wednesdays with Mike on Indeed. Thursdays, I'm on with Kate, the Ring of Honor post show. Every other Thursday is Ask Rhapsody. And Saturday, every Saturday, it's me and Philip Lindsay talking the best of the week grab city podcast thank you for having me again denise all these podcasts are always so fun i thought we would come in and not have enough to talk about it but i feel like every podcast we start like that we end up having a long podcast so maybe we should just stop saying that i don't know what (laughs) happened today guys i don't even know where we got sidetracked i have no idea what happened uh but thank you to everybody who hung in there and we had a good time as for me you guys know just check out the content that i posted over royal rumble weekend check all that stuff out and then keep an eye out for the wrestlemania press conference uh keep an eye out for whatever it is that i end up getting from that week over here on the channel and subscribe thank you to everybody so much and we will catch you guys on the next one bye everyone